Hey, sis, are you FaceTiming me from HomeSense again? Saving money? That's my jam. What do we think? Outdoor dining set or wicker lounge set? Since your signature dish is a margarita, go with lounge. Okay, I am so ready for this party. It's been too long. Wait, go back. Show me those pretty ceramic plates. They're melamine. Even you can't break them. Look, these cute cushions match is my Is that sh my shirt? Outfit your outdoors. Have it today at HomeSense. Standout pieces. Outstanding prices. At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Hello, this is the Keys Bartender coming to you from the Catch Restaurant in beautiful Key Largo. Uh, we're going to be, uh, this uh, episode is titled uh, Bit, Bite, and Bite Me. <laughs> so Bite is spelled B-Y-T-E. There you go. And uh, Bite Me is B-I-T-E and Bit, you know. So it's a little about technology. Take a but bit we're of a bite. Yep. And I'm here with uh, Billy. This is Jimmy, your Keys Bartender. Uh, how I'm here with doing? Billy uh, Wissinger. Uh, we're at uh, the catch. It's uh, happy hour, three thirty to six thirty Monday through Friday. We have uh, food and drink specials. Ooh, yeah. And uh, we're going to open up the show talking about the ongoing Irma relief. Uh, last week, I think I misspoke when I said there's not a lot of people hurting down here. Bill. Yeah, that's uh, apparently. Uh there's a lot of displaced people. There's a lot family. more displaced people in the Upper Keys we, than we originally know, yeah. and people looked don't, like. Yeah, and people don't mention it. And one of uh, uh, one of my friends in the Rotary, she's also on the board with me, uh, the principal, she said that it's running about 25% of the children at Key Largo Elementary are from displaced families. And since Irma disproportionately affected the poorest of the people in our community they're feeling the effects the most but they're also used to feeling they're used to being in a desperate situation doesn't well, mean they have to be you though. know low-income housing has always been an issue down here we've never had enough and unfortunately most of the low-income housing has really got what hit is what got hit hard or hard by the hurricane and a lot of that stuff is the insurance companies are coming in and condemning the stuff, and the families are having to move out because they need complete rebuilds on their rental properties. Yes. Well, with this, after hearing all this, uh, the Rotary, we are a 501c3 uh, charitable organization, and any of the donations that we get, because we don't have a paid staff, it's all volunteer, the Key Largo Rotary, it's going to be funneling uh, charitable um, funds to, uh, in the form of uh, Publix gift cards, uh, Walmart uh, gift cards to get food for these people. Yep. Uh, and that'll go straight, straight in with no administrative fees. Yeah, no administrative 100% of the donations that you find. So if you go to www.keylargorotary.org and you go to our charitable uh, donations, it'll be right on the front screen. Uh, any of you that ask, what can you do? This is what you can do. Now, I heard uh, Laura explain to me. Uh, people, it's great. It's, your heart is in the run, right place when you donate food.
But if someone has a can of beans, right? The little kids sometimes they won't eat beans, and parents won't eat until their kids eat, and it just they have. I know we're we're the kind of thing, but you're getting these food cards, these grocery cards, and these uh, families' hands that are they're they're people that are living uh, 15 people to in a two one house, and they need to go to school. They don't have their backpacks. They don't have any any food in their houses. Well, there's a family down the street from me who's uh, their their great granddaughter's trailer got destroyed and her mother's trailer got destroyed. So they're all in uh, my friend's house down there. Um, all three, four generations running around. Yeah, and that's just a nightmare for that's my buddy John. That is a desperate situation. Uh, and if you. You know, it goes back to the grapes who, of wrath. Yeah, who, you saw who, the grapes of wrath. These who people like me is getting people. to be a grumpy old man, and it's not helping. His yeah, no, I mean, life. these poor people don't complain as much sometimes. And kids that come from poor families, it took. Uh, Laura said it took a couple days to figure out that these kids weren't. They were in need of food. They were in need of items that they needed to come to school. They lost everything. Everything in these. Um, these rental properties are normally not the best quality and they did not sustain or hold up as well as uh, the places like Billy and I live in uh, down here and uh, well I just got lucky I live, I live in an old trailer okay I just got I just happen to be very well positioned and got got away with that okay I, I'd rather be lucky than good any day yeah we, um, and listen I'm a um, they, these people need places to stay. They need to get the food. So if you can go to, if you feel, uh, if it drives you, if their conscience drives you to want to do something about this, go to www.keylargorotary.org. Once again, we are a 501c3 organization. If you go to the button that says Irma Relief, I guarantee you, and this is my word, 100% of those funds will find their way to the families that are in desperate need. And we'll be going to funnel that money to the uh, Key Largo Elementary School, but there's other schools too. And we're, we're going to make sure that these families are taken out. We also know people that don't have children that are in desperate need too. Yeah, I have, I have a good friend of mine. He's, uh, he's a bartender. He's not working right now because his, the place he's working is closed down. And his wife's a bartender, and she is working. But uh, they had uh, their place got condemned. The adjuster came by yesterday, condemned their place. They've got to move out. They ran, of course. Yeah. And their landlord's going, hey, you guys have got to move out and he's actually being pretty good he's not going to raise the rent but he's going to do have to do all the renovations it's going to take three four weeks at a minimum to do the renovations people that work in the service industry we aren't uh, some of some of us and i'm I'm not included but some people are very financially secure but it's it's a rarity yeah no these are not making that money this is a younger couple who yeah and if you're not making that money week to week there's no way to replace it yeah, it, and it, it isn't. Bartenders and, and servers are no- notorious, especially younger, uh, the the younger ones. Uh, running through that much cash, you don't need to save, honestly, because you make another two hundred dollars the next day. So, and and, and the reason I, I uh, we open up with this, I think I was a little facile maybe last week about how we came back. Um, our infrastructure held up well. But our infrastructure wasn't mandated like the housing system was. The infrastructure is mandated. Like you had the spine of the electric, uh, the electrical infrastructure going down Route One. All the elect, they, I mean, that held up well. Our water system held up. 
our sewer system did. Well, the I mean, we had a boil order for a little while. The newer houses, the stuff that's really been built since they've tightened up the codes, most of that has come through spectacularly. Very little problem, very little damage. The problem is what tends to be low entry-level rent rental or low-income rental tends to be older trailers, older houses, maybe I- illegal enclosures. Yep, low uh, first-floor enclosures. Things where, like uh, that, and we get a significant amount yeah. of water down here, and that stuff just gets hammered. Yeah. I and mean, and, and not uh, only that, they lose their transportation. 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 A lot of people lost their vehicles. And uh, yeah, I know. I know one couple down the street from me, or two couples. Uh, one lived in an older trailer, uh, right on the canal. Very nice property. But her trailer got wiped out. Uh, the people next door to her, when they bought the place, they couldn't replace the trailer. They had to put a stilt home in. Yeah. And they did lose their car because they had a car parked under their house, but their house is fine just because it was on the stilts. I, I know several people that lost all their vehicles. Some people lost some of their vehicles, but once you get that salt water incursion to your vehicle, that's it. So once again... Uh, oh, did I tell you? But You know Captain Josh that I play with. Yeah, Captain Josh. Did I tell you about his wife's car? No. Not a big part. They try to do everything right. Uh, they were evacuating in one vehicle. She moved uh, her vehicle up on to one of the highest places in Big Pine, and unfortunately, a large mahogany tree fell on her car. Ah. No. That, that's only the start. That's, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I, I, you did tell me. But tell the, tell the story. So the, the mahogany tree manages to pull down the, at the time, still live power lines, catches the mahogany tree on, fi- on fire. Her car ends up burning to the ground. I mean, you know what? It's weird about this. You know what? If a mahogany tree just fell on it, if you yielded uh, the wood from the mahogany tree, yeah, you could probably pay burn, for the car. You could probably be able to recover because uh, mahogany is very expensive wood. And they say, hey, listen. Since oh, that's that's been breaking my heart. I've been having to cut up some mahogany trees and little. 12 and 14 inch sections to get them out of gates that's nature that's nature there i don't i, know. I mean when, when I, it I, comes I, I, I don't i want to stack them up and save and make furniture out of them well uh i did mention did did i mention the moringa tree no there's this uh moringa tree that's very high in uh, uh nutritional value and it grows really quickly it, uh, several meters a year and um or or maybe a meter a year, whatever it is. It's a quick-growing tree, and the leaves on it, it's, very, it's bitter, but it has really high across the board in protein and all those uh, nutritional items you need in, in food. But Moringa trees would probably be a good one for us to plant here if it's feasible. Yeah, they tend to frown on non-natives these days. I know, but you know it's... Yeah, yeah. no. I know, but to have a quick-growing uh, no. tree. Okay. Oh, man. Trust me. Go down okay. and talk to the biologist down there at zoning and, and tell them your idea. Hey, and listen. We get incursions from all that stuff anyway because if people plant... But <laughs> they're there. Once again, um, the last thing we do, uh, last thing we do, we're going to mention the catch. We're going to be doing a fundraiser, too, in November. Uh, we're just picking out the date. It's going to be early November. Okay. I don't. We don't have a yeah, date yet. Uh, Kathy was telling me about that, and yeah. she was asking okay, me if I could that, do that. that uh, uh, the musicians. Yep. Uh, day. We're going to do it. It's a Sunday, if not correct. Uh, Sunday was the day that she picked out. Okay. It, I, it could be the first if the. I told her. Could, well, it, can, it, it could be the first week, but uh, I'll be down. A lot of us will be down in uh, Key West for a meeting oh, of the minds. Oh, you're right. Okay. So, but uh, we're, we're going to do that. But. Uh, 
stay tuned for that. We'll pitch that, and we're going to do probably do a live podcast yeah. during that. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, and once again, the for to help displaced families, poor families that were affected so inordinately during Irma, please go to www. Uh, org, and you'll be able to go once again we're a 501c3 organization and 100% of those uh, uh, donations will go into uh, gift cards and for their families so they can buy food and clothing and whatever they need to do okay to get on the topic the bit bite and bite me the thing that got me is that bitcoin I heard about bitcoin it's a cryptocurrency bill and bill it's almost like derivatives. If people ever heard about a financial term called derivatives, I really don't understand. But it's a cryptocurrency. It's a, it's it's based on uh, data mining over uh, a mutual peer systems over the internet, to where people go and they they're just running these programs and they're generating. Uh, what is it, algorithms to develop? Um, meaning, I think a Bitcoin right now. What's it go for now? Oh, I don't know. Fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, it might be more. Anybody than that. know about Bitcoin out there? Nobody knows about Bitcoin, no. but it's a real currency. Uh, there's thousands of uh, uh, retailers and uh, companies that accept Bitcoin as uh, legal tender, and there's people that the guy that created it is currently worth at least three billion dollars. Uh, and uh, there's more than one cryptocurrency, but it's all based on. I think the big thing with uh, Bitcoin is decentralized. It's decentralized, and, and they it's, said it could replace a lot of banks. Yeah, and uh, I think I I don't know if I'm correct or not, but it's uh, it's it's difficult to track Bitcoin purchases. It's difficult to track Bitcoin purchases. A lot of people thought it's for like money laundering and things like that, but there's a lot of people that. Don't want their like a, a you know black market or dark the dark web. What you, what's that called the uh, oh uh, the Silk Road? Yeah, they, uh, they close that down. It's cl- they closed down oh, the dark yeah. web. Well, no, dark web's still up, but Sil- Silk Road's been closed down okay, for Silk years. Silk Road was on the dark web, but if you're let's say an arms dealer or something like that in let's say Moldova. Uh, a former Soviet <laughs> Republic, and you were going to sell a certain amount of tanks to a, a, a third world dictator, Bitcoin may be the best way to receive payment. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard as a, for young people, there was a book that came out, Billy. Remember this book called Future Shock? Mm, no. You don't? Okay, Future Shock. It was a Future Shock, it was a nonfiction book, but it talks about how hard it is going to be for people to stay current with technological innovation and that they will always be like in a state of disbelief about what is going on. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, what Future Shock is. So there's technological in- innovation going on constantly. constantly. I, d- I, do, I do music industry stuff for a living. And well, do you know, remember about that? What was that law about memory? Oh. Uh, um, do you know that law? Yeah. Every two and a half years? Or yeah, two and a half. Oh, my God. Uh, there he Luke is, Luke. Land comes stumbling oh, in the Jesus building. Christ. Uh, there's Luke Summers. We're going to be checking the explicit thing. I know that. We got it. <laughs> I got my thing I was going to do anyway because I got... So... It, it was going to go to explicit anyway. You might as well get on the mic. Get a go drink. Get a, get a beer, my friend, on the show. Luke. 
Luke Summers, Luke. he uh, came rolling in. Okay, we're uh, Bitcoin once again. And the other thing I want to talk about is uh, we are seeing more and more of uh, self-driving cars. And in order to have the systems to control the car, art of AI, artificial intelligence has been, there's been making leaps and bounds, and primarily for uh, self-driving cars. Uh, 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 What's a what's the company? I, I'm drawing a blank. Google, Uber, Uber, Uber. Uber. Tesla. Uh, Tesla uh, who's has the, a uh, who's the guy that owns everything. Uh, Elon Musk. Yes, Elon Musk. But uh, Elon Musk actually has a healthy fear of it. He said, and I said this on a previous show several months ago, that his biggest fear was the uh, AI getting out of control. But where? Older Americans, people over 50. <laughs> and someone's not hey. tech savvy. I'm, 50, I'm 54. Older is always 10 years older than you currently are. I, I, was, I was telling uh, Billy, I went to work for a software company because I didn't feel technologically uh, savvy. So I, I, I went to work for my brother-in-law's. Uh, he was the operations man, service manager. Hey, how you doing, Henry? Good to see you. Henry, you going to come on? Okay. We'll come over, have a drink, and, and come over and sit down. Uh, I didn't know so I'd get to come on something. I, I joined. <laughs> okay. So, Luke, we were talking about the title of the show is Bit, Bite, Bite Me. Luke. And it was about technology, how we, how we get screwed over sometimes. Let, let, let's, let's just ask a quick What's a Bitcoin? You know what a Bitcoin is? That's uh, one of them um, invisible money that they have on it's the internet. It's a cryptocurrency. Okay. Correct. I like ding, that. ding, 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 ding. That, that's probably yeah. a better explanation than I would come up with. Uh, no, that's they, a, they well, use it on the dark net to buy well, uh, stuff. Yeah, drugs. I mean, there's pretty drugs, pl- guns. There's plenty of libertarians that would say that our Federal Reserve's just as fictional as that. Oh, and I'm is. not a libertarian. <laughs> I'm not. Why? It is. I know. I say there's plenty. It's a perceived value. But gold and diamonds are the same thing, though, if you think about no, it, right? The funny thing is, a diamond it- isn't really worth. They it's, call it, it the U.S. Treasury, but it right. has nothing to do with the United States. Okay. We'll save that for a little later. We're talking about technology, though, now. That's good. Uh, technology. Yeah, we're talking about self-driving cars, AI. Do you remember the book Future Shock? You heard about the book Future Shock, Luke? Uh, I might have. It's about how the innovation would come so quickly that... It'd be a very hard set. We would be hard set to stay up, and we'd always be in a state a state of um, disbelief or, sh- you know, shock about. Oh my God, this is coming up now. It's got this. We have to. Worry I about walk that. around in a perpetual state of disbelief and shock. Not about technology. <laughs> oh man, when the um, when he started getting older and the gas pumps got more complicated and more self serve, um, you know. He uh, got confused at the gas pump sometimes. I'd get out and show him how to use it because it was all new. You had you're push, putting electronic buttons. You know, he's used to. I used to go. I used to go and fill and, up, right? Yeah. Used to go and fill up and then go pay after the fact. Well, and also he used to in his day. He pulled in and they came running out and did all the shit for you. Yep. You know, check your oil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Change your oil. Check. I mean, check your check oil. Your oil. Uh, the, Clean the wiper blades. blades. Yeah. And. Yeah, I, re- I remember those days. They used to have honor boxes for uh, sodas. Oh, yeah. When you go in there and you grab the soda and yeah. you put the money in. But um, And you know what? There were people that did that, but they didn't do it on a widespread yeah. thing. Um, 
but with these things, where it comes to the new illiteracy now, are people that aren't technologically savvy, people that don't do banking online and have to still do the checks, go to the bank, that uh, don't know how to get information. Like when you're looking for a restaurant, they go and put the the address in and have someone tr you know give you the turn by turn direction. I got to say, hey Siri, where the hell am I? Well, I know. Well. They don't really know, and that's why they have a, a phone, cell phone called the jitterbug. There's people that visually cannot use the pads, the, oh, the yeah, size yeah. of the keypads. That There's actually on. a guy that I play with who, who has an old flip phone, and you can't text him. He never turns the damn thing on, so you got to leave him a message. Sometimes he'll call you back. I, I said before, you know, 20 years ago, you walk outside your house, you were done. There was no phone calls. You never worried about it. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting... Oh, he's, he's still living that life. If you want to go talk to him, you drive over to his house, knock on his door. Well, talk about future shock and what technology yeah. does that screws shit up. Is this whole uh, Facebook and Twitter sh selling all these ads to the Russians during our election cycle? And I have personally, I have shut down my Facebook account. I will have nothing to do with it until they can guarantee me that no more political bullshit or hacking from foreign entities can fucking get on our shit i have deleted my accounts if you can't oh. find me on facebook that is why oh there so Luke, be taking a stand there you go damn right okay. I, we're selling out my putting country on, he's putting you. uh what's his name uh mark zuckerberg, zuckerberg. There you mark go. zuckerberg on notice I'm calling you out man Luke summers you is off facebook yeah. he is done so that's part of the thing where, where people are afraid of things or, or they worry about uh the polling, we have electronic uh, polling places now. Uh, yeah. And they worry about All those hackable. getting hacked. Uh, and they knew they were hackable. And the the Republicans in our government allowed the sale okay. of Diebold to sell us inferior machines. I, they I knew it could be hacked. I, you know they what? They did it on purpose. I do agree with you in principle. I'm a conspiracy freak that I agree way. with you in principle and, and even politically agree with you. But we're trying to we we stay away from uh, these yeah. things. I, I do talk my, about my, these my, things. My conspiracy, my conspiracy stuff usually runs to uh, the inherent flaw in the lowest bidder system and plain old stupidity. What? <laughs> the inherent flaw in the lowest bidder system and, in, and oh. stupidity. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, I agree with that. That's a, it's probably not a conspiracy, and yeah, it was stupid, but hey, they came in 10,000 under everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that when you have uh, the, all these systems going out, we, but there are benefits. There are benefits. The, the, one of the benefits is having all your medical uh, history online. So if you do get, and they look you up, and they check, and you can get, uh, find out your blood type, what you're allergic to, whether you're allergic to penicillin, and things like that. And there aren't, and we can actually get diagnosed. And yeah, that that's pretty cool until they figure out that I raced motorcycles for 35 years and I broke in a bunch of stuff, and the insurance companies won't touch me. You know, there's a ha glass half empty or a glass and, half full. And then you always trust me on that one. And there's there's. And then you got the Equifax thing, man. They hacked in. I was affected by okay. it. Well, I'm I'm a believer. I, I hope. For a and, better future. No, and I, I, I mean, the, yes, the idea with instant, that, that could save lives. No, knowing your medical history, knowing what you're allergic to, knowing that you can have this, can't have that, that's fantastic. Well, yeah, they used to have I, a collar for that. Luke, Luke you may remember <laughs> uh, uh, two months ago, 
Uh, I think it was Google. They set up two AIs to talk to each other, artificial intelligence to talk to each other. Yeah, didn't they pull the plug on that? They pulled the plug. And the reason they pulled the plug they got is they too started, fast. Well, they started making their own language. And they were reordering the sequence of the English language using words and repetition to make their own language, like to go hee hee, in in, and or, like this. And the scientists couldn't figure out, but it was a more. Uh, efficient way of speaking and and it was going so fast back and forth that they were afraid that something was going on that they really didn't know what they were talking about they didn't know what these two artificial intelligence systems were talking to each other and this is where they we're probably making with, fun of the we scientists create, we create a virus or something <laughs> like that that gets sucks. out of our hand you know it's like the, the old um uh, whatever you call it, conspiracy theory or theory that AIDS was created in the Congo by Belgian pharmaceutical companies or whatever you want to call it. And then but the idea is that, that the next, the, no, but the next level, if it gets out of our hands, what does, what does any living system seek to do? Reproduce. Stay alive, right? Stay alive. And then not reproduce. be turned off. And that's what the, the, the main thing. You do not... I mean, how, uh, and me as a person. That was Terminator, man. They became yeah, yeah, self-aware. Well, the basic system is you don't want to be turned off. Well, you're looking for allies, and you look at it and say, well, these guys aren't very efficient. And if they saw what happened in <laughs> Las Vegas the other day, they realized, well, we're not as, you know what? Yeah. You're as bad, term you know, you show Terminator and stuff like that, and humans do very vindictive things to each other. The yeah. Terminator. You've never seen a Terminator just destroying other Terminators. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Only if Depends it was captured program. and reprogrammed yeah, to terminate yeah. other Terminators. Yeah. No, but, but you know, with um, I don't no, think I got past. Uh, you know, when it comes to something like one. that, man, there's just no way possible we can know what kind of defect mentally is going on to make oh, somebody no, think it's there's a great idea of connections. to shoot all these people in the back. From a long ways off, and, uh, you know. Oh no, there's so many the neural connections I, I in someone's even, brain. I couldn't it's even so complex, that. you couldn't predict it. What was that? Uh, Jim and I were actually talking about this uh, when ha uh, when they were showing the news flashes. It's like, dude, he looks like he just broke down, had his Michael Douglas moment, and falling down, started walking down the street with a shotgun. Well, well, okay, it, it, Mike, Michael Douglas, though he, yeah. I know he, he had reasons, but he had a reason, and he didn't go after the innocent, really, did he? But still, no. Uh, yeah. A little bit, but well, oh, yeah? you know, just the uh, guys working yeah, on the just highway. Snap. Yeah. yeah, he oh, just yeah. had enough. Right okay. Hey, listen, I'm going to talk about something that you might not. The next subject. My sister went on Ancestry.com and got our DNA analyzed. I'd be kind of scared to find out. I wasn't scared. I wasn't shocked either. I wasn't shocked at all because it was. Uh, there was always things, and I'll tell you what we thought. Pre-before. Pre okay. We had 50% um, Irish, 25% German, 25% Hungarian. That's our grandparents. The Hungarians, a mishmash of Eastern Europe. The Irish part, my dad was half Irish, half German, but he, he had really dark hair, much darker than mine. Like dark, dark brown, almost black. And he got a really good tan in the summer, which is unlike an Irish German, someone of Irish German descent. So they call that uh, 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 an Irish guy that can get with dark hair and stuff. They call him black Irish. And they speculate that the Spanish Armada during when they were 
uh, when they had a storm hit back in the late 16th century, when they were trying to invade England, they crashed on the Irish shores and they intermarried uh, with, with the Irish population. They had a dark one. So, we, I told you my breakdown. What comes up with that, with the DNA thing? 56% the Celtic part of uh, the Britain. Uh, 20% of Western Northern Europe, which is pretty much German and all that stuff, which my grandmother was. And then we see Iberian, 10% Iberian, which is Spain or Portugal. And uh, 17% Eastern Europe, which is Hungarian. Baltic states, Latvia, Estonia, and stuff like that. North Africa, 5%. I think that's part of the Spanish one because the yeah, Moors... Yeah, the Iberians the, the Moors Iber moving up. Yeah, yeah, the Moors were in there. So when I saw it and I go, oh, yeah, part yeah, African, part uh, Iber Iberian, and uh, all this stuff, I say, yeah, that's totally makes sense. Yeah. The, the, the migrations of people. I was disappointed I didn't have, you know more Asian or something like that because uh, the Hungarians are supposedly they don't go that far back I think because the Magyars came in the, the 10th century the 11th century to Hungary and they were from Central Asia yep, they moved over and the Mongols what? didn't what, didn't the Mongols chase them out yeah yeah, yeah they were all Mongols displaced. chased them out yeah. and they were displaced almost everyone like when yeah, yeah, yeah the pretty Roman much every, everybody again. ran away yeah <laughs> but when you look at it you say I was what I was really surprised is that we had so much, the fifty-six percent Celtic part of Great Britain. I said, "How in the hell are we over fifty percent when only two of the grandparents were mainly over?" So that means one of the other grandparents had Irish in our background. I always thought it was half, so I'm more than half than that I'd which is i'd be kind of curious to find out i mean we've I, always done german polish and and of course german polish german polish and well of oh course my God. Well, central europe central european but central you european anything central european jews so there's always uh, that Ashkenazi. The, there, there's always uh, that mix and there's always that mix with everybody all, because the jews are so homogeneous now yeah. i they've got everybody my brother-in-law did his and he's 100% Ashkenazi, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Ashkenazi Jewish, or Ashkenazi, I, I apologize to my fraternity brothers, Hasidic. if I may do it because, not Hasidic, Ashkenazi, no, that's, Hasidic I dropped is, some acid with some Hasidic Jews Hasidic, before, that Hasidic. was a lot of fun, <laughs> I bet that was a blast, it's, Hasidic is uh, a, a religious thing, Ashkenazi is the ethnic group, the ethnic, um, it's, it's from Central Europe and stuff like that. And That's where you get my nose. 100%, 100%. Meaning they find within for 10 centuries one yeah. set of gene pools. Well, and the, the thing is that's such, those, uh, that's such a big homogeneous group though. In the Bible, yeah. One of the 133,000 100% pure Jews that get... Since I'm slightly Spanish, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about Halloween doing... Um, Inigo Montoya, the guy from Princess Bride. Well, I did that DNA thing on my ancestry, and it came back 70% Northern European and 30% Neanderthal. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think we are. I'm, thinking, uh, I'm a homo robustus and Cro-Magnon. Okay, Henry. Henry, Cheryl, come on over here. We're going to do our Urban Dictionary stuff. Come on over. 
We got Cheryl Holt coming over from the visitors, Key Largo Visitor Center. And we got Henry. What? Why Come everyone on, Henry. get quiet right now? She's really good at visiting. <laughs> Henry, and we're going to give you a microphone. Here. Got some microphones. Say hi, Henry. Hello. Oh, hello, Henry. I did mention we did 10 minutes straight of that uh, ongoing Irma relief that we're promoting uh, to our organization. But uh, Henry is a promoter and uh, an event promoter. Well, how would you describe your thing? A production? Production manager. Manager for uh, people in Miami. Hopefully, someday, I'll need a production manager for uh, <laughs> us. And Cheryl runs a visitor center down here. Uh, we mention almost every show she, that she's here. And we do a little bit from uh, Urban Dictionary, and we could go in depth to it after. Uh, we've already... Uh, had to probably we'll have to check the explicit because there's one thing I don't want you to read it because it's going to blow your mind. Oh. Uh, I actually did an entry for Cheryl. I did an I entry for Cheryl on in an urban dictionary. And I, I got Cheryl, Cheryl and it's a, a female friend of a male who <laughs> becomes a butt. <laughs> I'll turn around and go get my teeth. You know, I think it's funny. The older we get, you got to have your teeth. Cheryl's a friend of mine. Okay. I'm going to ask you this question. Female man. Female man. What is a female man? A she-male. Nope. Nope. No. Oh, female, female man. That would be a, uh, a he-man. Nope. No. Guess. Go think outside the box. Oh, no. Not even going to try. No, no, no. Think less perverted. Yes. And more, more okay. conventional. Think more. A female man. Uh, the big, Cheryl, uh, do you know what that is? Somebody who can change a tire on my van without a jack? Close, close, close. Uh, no, no, I shouldn't say that because they're going to piss off somebody. Can they stand up and pee? Okay, a female man is a female postal carrier. Ah. It's that easy. You think it was going to be something dirty? It'll progressively get there. No, I was thinking more along the lines of the, uh, you know, Russian brides. That's everybody, a female male. Everybody looks for, like, Svetlana the ballerina. No, they're saying a female male, meaning a Female male carrier. I'm going to end That's up with Olga, the pig okay. farmer. <laughs> and you know the Alky fact that she's... uncle. Now, That's kind of what I am. It sounds like that, but it doesn't... It actually, it's going to be hard to say. This one has a very tenuous connection to what the true meaning is. And now, you know what? I'm going to have to give it to you. An alky uncle is someone who brings enough booze to a party for everybody, but drinks it themselves and then makes an embarrassment of themselves. An alky uncle. Mm, there you go. That's, well, that's exactly what I would uncle. say. I'm that okay. uncle, man. I was about to say, everybody has an alky uncle. Okay, this one is annoyance with capital letters all the crowd. What is it? This one's also tenuous. It's oh. actually a name for a group of people. People who don't know how to turn off their caps lock. Nope. It's actually like, you know, you have a herd of buffalo, a pride of lions, a pod of whales. And annoyance is one of those things. Like Jehovah Witnesses. No, it's not Jehovah Witnesses. It's annoyance is, um, it's actually a group of teenagers. Oh, an annoyance of teens. teens. Yeah. I was going to go and stay in Starbucks, but there was an annoyance there. Yeah. And that means a group of teenagers. You know how people don't. Like hanging up? Okay. Hovercraft. Hovercraft. You can guess this one. Uh, what is hovercraft? That's when the old lady goes into the bathroom at the bar and tries to hover and pisses all over it like a cow pissing on a flat rock. No. That's pretty creative. Okay. That's uh, Luke's guess. Yeah. Billy. Um, 
Oh, hovercraft. The last one. The last one I'm going to do. It's, I'm guarantee. I'm hovercraft. Gonna, I, no, explicit, I got nothing. Contest. I got okay. nothing. Hovercraft is a boat, but it's yeah. in the Urban Dictionary, so it's something different. Um, it's a boat on hydrofoils. Okay. No. Uh, no. Well, no, no. That's Actually, what the real your thing penis. is. But no. Oh wow, that's uh, yeah. Well, I'm hovering above it, you know. <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's perfect time because the next thing is um, hovercraft. Do you know what it could be? And it has nothing to do with what you said. It's not the real thing. It's okay. the thing they use. It's Think a piece of, of special cheese or something. No, no. It's someone. <laughs> it's someone. It's someone annoying person that hangs around you and hovers around oh. and they approach you. <laughs> hovercraft. I would have never got okay. that. Okay. A cheesy person. This is the best one I've seen. Very good. It is cheese. Hold on. Luke, please hold off 10 seconds so I can explain it. <laughs> it's called, okay, penis ring neck. What? Penis <laughs> ring neck. Penis ring neck. Penis ring neck. Well, I know where I'm going with that one. but It's, it's pretty descriptive. It's pretty close to what it is. I was like when I was a little kid and yeah, I discovered kinda. my hoorah ring for the first time, you know. So okay. Is it a tie in the shape of a penis? No, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it actually has the name of the thing it's describing in there, and it's not the first one. It's the last word. Ah, uh, no, I know. Yes, yes, the, yes, the, yes. The, the, like the, the, fat, the fat fold on exactly, your neck that looks exactly. like a full skin. Billy, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. God. That's what penis <laughs> ring neck is. Isn't that disgusting? Sometimes I hate being right. Damn. So what's the grand prize? I put, I put, no. one, for, I put one for there Donnie, no uh, Donnie grand Griffin. Prize. Hey, uh. Oh uh, no! I don't want to say her name because I was thinking it's like your girlfriend Jen, trying to uh, do the chicken I, thing there. Jen, I put into Urban Dictionary. I put a, a new entry called Donnie Griffin. A Donnie Griffin is an older male who will be inquisitive. It gets their sexual gratification from uh, questioning a, fe a younger female friend about her male relations. That's a Donnie Griffin. Weekly. <laughs> well, weekly. Alrighty then. Okay. What did you think about that last one? Was that that's perfectly descriptive? It's Penis perfectly descriptive, neck. but no. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm oh. still thinking it would have been better. If that's when your girlfriend tries to grab you by the pecker and spin you like a chicken. No, I okay. There's one called the uh, Heinz ketchup bottle. <laughs> Heinz ketchup. It's when she grabs a hold of it and she smacks the smacks top. The bum, 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 bum. It's part of an old joke, but that's a bad one. So Henry. What are you working on right now? Let's hear it. Henry, Henry's up in Miami. He works with models and bands and all sorts I of things. That's when they flip uh, over and have you seen you a dip in uh, to try to get it activity? To come out the top. Oh, yes, absolutely. After Hurricane Irma, um, definitely we're seeing a lot less events. They're being either canceled or postponed. So yeah. big decrease in, in, in tourism, right, which causes decrease in economy. Yeah, I'm uh, suffering from that really yeah. bad right now. Uh, South Florida, uh, South Florida, uh, we said last yeah. week, Luke we are so are dependent on, on, on tourist, tourist dollars. dollars. We are open for business, especially here in the Keys and Miami. We were uh, fortunate to have our infrastructure. Uh, even though there are needy families, our main infrastructure, our hotels, our restaurants are opening up at a rapid pace. We have our restaurants almost even... Uh, there's only several restaurants in the Upper Keys that are going to be closed for a, a longer 
term. Yeah. Like Chica and um, the postcard. There's a whole bunch of other ones open. The hog's coming back quicker than expected. Hog's yeah, they, I, hog, hog heaven. Hog, okay. I, I was really impressed. I, I drove by there on the way back from Big Pine and stopped in and uh, talked to Mark, and he was making so, much more progress than I thought he was going to. Where, shipwrecks? So, no, uh, hog. Oh, okay. so, so if you're depending, and we, we podcast to a lot of people all around the world, and if you want to pen your, spend your tourist dollar in a place that will have the greatest effect this this is a great place to come to we will be ready to take care of you ready to show you these things your events will be taken care of they actually have um one of our uh the guys from blues traveler is having a uh what's his name john Um, popper yeah it's doing a concert up at in homestead at the Seminole. At the Seminole. Oh, cool. I think, too. Are we advertising on, uh, on uh, Key, uh, KeyLogoRotary.org? Yes. Okay. You can check out there. He's in the Seminole um, uh, Theater up in Homestead. Uh, we, we're here for business. We're ready ready to take care of you. We're here to catch restaurants, but there's many restaurants up here that are opening up. And there's hotels. There's places to stay. Matter Come of fact, I'll be playing my first Wednesday tonight back at the Pilot House. There you okay. go. Hey, we got to oh, watch. Congratulations. Yeah, I got to split here in a minute, but okay. uh, just wanted to Well, I think up. we're almost done right yeah, now. Yeah, we're getting close. I, I, I want to thank everyone for coming in. Uh, we, we, uh, we're not going to do the current. We'll tell people where they are. Luke uh, plays at the Pilot House on uh, Wednesdays. Uh, and Thursday, I'm down at the Global Bistro in Aymarada, and then the OV on Friday. Ongoing? Is this uh, ongoing? Because it's not like a radio broadcast where we, we yeah. people... Um, yeah, those three are pretty That's, much yeah. the same. Talk about Friday. your static events right now. Yeah, those um, are the static events. Okay. And once again... The, fir- the third Friday, I'm at Gilbert's. The third Saturday, I'm at the Big Chill. Both of those are 7 to 11. That's every third Friday and Saturday of the month. Gilbert's on Friday. Oh, Gilbert's is a huge tiki bar up on right on Saturday. Cross Key. I, I call it Cross Key. It's actually on Cross Key, but it's on the other side of Jewfish Creek. Yep. And it's a great place to hang out. Lots of people, lots yep. of fun. They back in business now? Yeah. yeah. And they got the Blackwater Siren up there uh, on the uh, other yeah. side of the other bridge. Side. I know Jesse just got her stuff back Jesse just got that place they open. busy last Je- night. Oh, Jesse, Jesse and Josh. And the manager is uh, Sean's um, Whitney. sister, Whitney. 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 And well, Lolo said, cooking, man. And Lolo's, Lolo's cooking. Lolo's yeah. down there cooking. And uh, how about you, Billy? What's uh, your regular we're, gigs? We're doing Thursdays again back here at uh, the catch with uh, the Key Billies. And then uh, Sundays are starting back up at, uh, at Snooks this week. Uh, they've got all their stuff back together. Uh, we're doing, uh, Josh and I are doing our regular stuff uh, up here, which is basically. Every couple of weeks here at the catch, uh, still all our stuff down in uh, Big Pine is washed out. We've still got a bunch of gigs uh, down in uh, Key West. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna. He's be- actually at the the Parrot tonight. Oh, okay, the Parrot. He's he's hosting the ukulele uh, the ukulele club at the oh, Parrot great. tonight. Well, listen, the uh, uh, Fantasy Fest is going to be going down there. They intend to run the Fantasy Fest. We're looking for um, we're looking for a lot of people to come down for that. I would like to say uh, thank Henry Menendez here, my friend from Rotary and my personal friend. Thank you, Henry. I, uh, 
if you uh, HNO uh, Productions, if you need any uh, event put on, if you want to do something, check HNO uh, Productions. In uh, what's your address in Miami or in Key Largo? No, actually, we moved everything down to Key Largo, so Key now Largo. we're officially down here. Okay, just All check right. out HNO uh, Productions. Oh, and right now down here in the Keys, there's a lot of excellent musicians that are just waiting for you waiting, to come down to do something. Waiting we'll, to entertain we're, you. We're uh, waiting to jam. And, and a bunch of mediocre bartenders. That's me. <laughs> actually, I would like to say thanks to Jim. You know, maybe I'll talk to these musicians after, and we could work out something for some of my oh, bigger there events. There you go. There, there's we're going to yeah. be doing a, a event here in the beginning of November. Oh, hey, there's my friend. <laughs> Jerry, I found out. Translations for I Spanish. Am 10%. Oh, we, I did an Ancestry.com. Can you explain to him? Uh, he, he speaks English fine, but I'm 10% Spanish. Yeah, I checked on my DNA. I'm 10 uh, how about that? <laughs> I'm España. I'm from Spain, right? Yeah. I found out. My sister did that uh, DNA, DNA, DNA check. I'm, I'm, I'm part Spanish. See? We're closer to being brothers than you thought. Me and Hermano. We're all Jerry. brothers, Say hi, Jerry. man. Everybody's Just wait until the aliens attack. Then we'll figure out who's dividing who, man. Jerry's a good-looking oh, guy. Oh, there's still somebody who's going to be screaming, talking. Friend. I ain't going to talk to the Jew boy mucho, down the corner. Mucho guapo <laughs> y mucho fuerte. Yeah, but if it's right? either work with... Uh, okay, and uh, whoever yeah, I, to Henry, kill, I'd like to thank you again. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. Once again, reminding, you know. if you'd like to help displaced families down here in the Keys, right. please People go to org. Click on the Aid for Displaced Families, and we'll... We are a 501c3 organization. We have no paid people that do this. We do. It's all volunteer. 100% of the funds will go directly to those families. Service above self, Jim. That's Service above correct. self. That is correct. We are a very vital part of the community down here. I'd like to thank you. That's it. I'd like to thank Billy, Henry, and our anonymous friend who I can't say anymore because she works for a uh, serious uh, uh, a group that we can't. The mystery lady. Yeah, disclose. She's not. No, no, not the CIA. Says she's. Um, Actually, she's she worked for the, the CIA. She could probably talk she's, to us. She's a. She's a member. She's a personal assistant to the Pope. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bill. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we will Until see next you week. again next week. Next week. Thank you very much. Is uh, from uh, the Keys bartender. Good uh, goodbye. Good luck, and please uh, think about us.